Destroy All Children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or rotting your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy All Children you should go there now. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brendel. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Why are we recording this in the desert? What do you mean? Well, uh, don't... It's not important. Just, um... I got this box on my chest. I don't know what this button does, though. Should I touch it? Uh, no, I'll do it later. Okay, probably, yeah, later on after the podcast, probably be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, hey, Larry. Hey, what? Podcast curse has come up and in conversation on this podcast a few times, so people should know what it is, but, uh, it's getting worse. We killed Daft Punk and we killed Fries. I don't well, know if we specifically mentioned those on the podcast, but it seems that also the like aggressiveness of the curse means it's like bleeding outside of the podcast too. I think this is just like we are cursed at this fr- point. Fries, we did. It was either on podcast or on the stream. I don't really remember. Um, but Daft yeah. Punk, no, that was just me tweeting about it and then thinking about them and listening to their music in my personal <laughs> life, which is a bit concerning. <laughs> Got a vision board, and it's a picture of both of members of Daft Punk, and one of them is a pile of ash. Well, no, it's the opposite. I was hoping we'd get a new album this year, because it's been so long. Like, it was eight years between Human After All and Random Access Memories, and then it had been eight years since Random Access Memories. So it seemed like we were due for one, but instead, they died. I So I saw a Jeffrey Gerstman on Twitter had said that random access memories feels like kind of the perfect end to to what they're doing like that feels like a really good album to go out on but that he was also curious what they could do next and i think that kind of sums up like what my sentiments are too like random access memories is an incredibly solid album Mm -hmm. but like i I really wanted to see where they would go from there and instead waited eight years to find out that they uploaded the end of electroma yeah well, <laughs> decided to peace out. So, my thing is, I wanted them to do another live album, like a live two thousand seven or ninety seven, which um would have like songs from Random Excess Memories mixed with other stuff, and then after that, yeah, they could leave; it'd be fine. <laughs> um, but also, I do want to see like what Thomas Benchelte and uh, Guy Manuel de Hilman Christo do like separately now. Because they've done that in the past, like Bonjolte, I think we mentioned it when Dylan was here. He did the soundtrack to uh, Irreversible and other stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see where they go from here. Also, um, we still have Justice, so there's that. We do. Yeah, we have Value Brand Daft Punk, which is <laughs> like you know, it's it's pretty much as good as Daft Punk, but you can tell that they're using some different ingredients. Uh, yeah, it's basically. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I would say audio video disco is as good as human after all, or better. Mm. 
I don't know that I would go that far. I don't but think I it's like as it. good as Discovery, but well, it's very good. Very few albums are. That's <laughs> um, true. Yeah. Now, I don't know. look, I like Dr. Pepper. I will gladly drink a Mr. Pibb uh, in the same the way that Thunder. I really like Daft Punk. No, Dr. Thunder is, no. Oh. What's wrong know. with you? I don't Jesus drink, Christ. I don't drink off-brand sodas. I can't believe you'd say that to me. I typically don't drink off-brand sodas, but look, in case of an emergency, Mr. Pibb will do fine. And and likewise, justice will do all right in a world absent of Daft Punk. Yeah. Well, there's other news that happened. There's video game news that happened. Sony right. was putting some stuff out. Uh, stuff yes. Was- Bizarrely, in an interview with GQ... Uh, Jim Ryan decided to talk about Stuff and things Happening to the Playstation In 2021 Including a new PSVR Hooray Yeah Yay Hopefully it won't be like dragged down by Shitty move controllers and a really bad camera It will not They said it's using new controllers Oh good yeah. uh, Because Fucking yikes. Like, I get they probably had warehouses of those things that they needed to get rid of, but... That's the only explanation I can think of of why they were using (laughs) such old technology. Yeah, like, of all the things that you could troll something like that with, that would be on the bottom of my list. Yeah, like, here's a new headset. Also, you control it using Wii remotes. Oh, God. A Wii remote and a nunchuck. Control it like that. That'd be truly awful. Yeah, I mean, I look, I have an Oculus Rift, so do you. We are mm-hmm. suckers. We bought into that technology at a very early stage. Uh, as early as you and, can get it, basically. Well, yeah, not the Kickstarter, as, I guess, like the first publicly like buyable version. Yeah, we, we got the first like mass market Oculus Rift. Uh, although I'm not sure that there was like a very big difference in price between the two of those. I know that the hardware was a little bit different. I, I want to say that the retail stuff was better by yeah, like a small the, margin, but it was better. The display was better. Yeah. Uh, but back then they didn't have their motion control, which is a really good controller. Like those controllers uh, yeah, for the Oculus Rift are. are pretty good, as they should be, because they cost a lot <laughs> uh, when they came out. Uh, but yeah, like we both had to just make do with a like Xbox controller hooked up to the PC, and like that did okay. It wasn't ideal, but like I would take that over move controllers. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, considering like how badly everything is going with Oculus, uh, I would definitely consider getting a PSVR two uh, if it is like sufficiently improved. From the first one, which I would assume it would have to be. It's gotta I would also, be. I would also guess they're probably gonna ditch the single camera, like Wii sensor bar style thing, and actually have multiple cameras or sensors set up, like every other VR headset. Yeah, I would hope so. Like I, I, I did see that they're making it so there's only like one plug for the thing, instead of having to like. Wheeled a bunch of, I don't know how many like cables came with the original PSVR I don't know I know it has like a weird box that you have to plug in And then also plug the headset into that box Yeah I wonder if like this one will just plug directly into the PlayStation 5 I think 
Yes, because I think that box, like, you had to plug it into power and also to the PlayStation. That sounds about right, yeah. A little breakout box thing. But, mm. like, I I was surprised that apparently people are able to use the PSVR on PlayStation 5 right now. I thought that that yeah. was the thing that they were doing later. No, you had to um, request an adapter through a website. Okay. Well, I knew that that was a thing, but I thought that it was, like, similar to the, like, M2 stuff that they were doing where it was like, hey, you can get the hardware for this, but like we've not enabled the ability to use it yet. Oh. So I was surprised to find that they did. Yeah, you uh, could actually which you I... could start requesting them before the PS5 was out. So I think so. I... I think. I've seen a couple people so far saying that they've been using like M2s or SS oh no, not M2s. I guess they're just SSDs. I guess they're just doing external drives, never mind. I confused myself for a second and thought that maybe they enabled the like storage stuff for the PlayStation 5 too, but no, they, they haven't done that. Hell no. Yeah. Oh no. I need to... Sorry, we'll get into this in a bit. I need to change, <laughs> change some settings on this computer. It tried to go to sleep on me. Okay, great. <laughs> Forgot about doing that. I was busy setting up a bunch of other stuff. Um, Good times. But yeah, they they had also talked about like, uh, oh god, Ratchet and Clank is going to be free next month, which is weird to me because it's already free as part of the PlayStation Plus collection. So I'm assuming that means it's going to be free for PlayStation Four. Yes, it, owners. I, I looked at this and it is yeah for PlayStation Four owners as well now. Which sure, good. Okay, well, good for them. That seems like a good video game. It is. I have it claimed on my account. I haven't played it yet. So I wouldn't it is, know. it's very good mm. But uh, then, oh god What 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 else did they have, had they mentioned In that thing And the oh, there PlayStation 5 supply Should be That's what like, it is, yes Ramped up sufficiently soon And we'll see Maybe. Yeah, they were they were saying that basically like Every time they start shipping units out They will be in like more plentiful Quantities each successive time uh, So that's promising at least That they have like some kind of game plan For correcting the shortage issue But I think they were also saying that like There's a probability that it's not going to be Where it needs to be by the end of the year Probably not Which I Yeah I wouldn't doubt that Even if that was not a thing that they said My wires are getting crossed uh, I would be very surprised If PlayStation 5s were easy to find Before the end of 2021 uh, also, uh, they said that Days Gone is coming to PC And then a slate of PlayStation games will also be available on PC Which is good uh, Like, they've obviously, they've already done, like, Horizon uh, uh, What else did they release on PC? Uh, Horizon's the only thing that I can think of I thought there was one other one Oh, uh, I don't know Maybe it was just Horizon. Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy. There you go. That's a thing. That's Great. wholly owned by Sony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you played yeah, they, Crash Bandicoot 1 through 3. They were all on PlayStation. Yeah, those were only... I'm sorry, you think that those were on a Nintendo? You couldn't put Crash on a cart. It just wouldn't fit. It's too nope. much game. Yeah. You can't fit Clancy Brown's audio on a cartridge. No, it's too powerful. Have it be acceptable. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know what the other one was. Um 
we had forgot to mention though with the uh like them putting out more of the actual console though that this is maybe not a good idea as far as like trying to deter scalpers because when they instead of just making like a giant batch and releasing them all at once they're kind of creating an environment where scalpers are still going to have a pretty easy time buying them up and then selling them at ridiculous prices no, I said the opposite. That if they just like, said the opposite, yeah. <laughs> if they released a bunch yeah. of them at once, then they wouldn't be able to just like buy them all up. It would give people more of a chance to get them instead of just yeah, trickling so them out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the the okay, the drip feed the that they're going to do. Well, look, I got like three hours of sleep. <laughs> oh no, um, it's changed to three. I see. You got well, three what? hours of sleep while I was waiting. Uh, I might have got you. like four. Well, uh, whatever. Um. Uh, yeah, like I, the, the way that they're doing it is maybe not great for actually deterring scalpers. So we'll kind of have to see how that stuff goes. I don't know like how much they're anticipating they will ramp up. They were pretty noncommittal on that too. So they have a very loose plan. Parts, I think, are still like very, very short in a lot of regards. Uh, and boy, I fucking know that. This is really bad time to be buying parts for computers or any kind of electronic. Mm-hmm. Shit's really expensive. Especially considering Fry's Electronics is no longer in business. <laughs> it's all our fault. I'm paying for it literally because I can't get cheap electronics at Fry's. So apparently, I was not aware of this because I've not been inside of Fry's in probably uh, eight years. I don't know. No one has. That's why they're out of business. Well, also because they did not restock product for like the past two or three years. Yeah. Um, because if you just look at Twitter, like, threads about this, a lot of pictures of just completely empty shelves in the entire store, so... Yeah, I've seen a, a lot of people saying that they would go inside and there was nothing there, so they were more surprised that it hadn't happened already. Yeah. Uh, but I really yeah. like how unceremonious it was, just somebody who worked at one saying, like, hey, yeah, we're out of business as of, as of tonight. And then <laughs> yeah. very shortly after, people noticing that the website was taken offline. So... Yeah. Although again, like you know, the, if their shelves were not star- stocked, sorry, uh, then I don't know that they could really do some sort of like big liquidation things. It sounds like they have already been liquidating everything over the course of the last two years. Yeah, but, yeah. Obviously, I'm sure. Also, um, the employees were not given any sort of advance notice, except for oh, I, I guess it. being in a Fry's Electronics, where every day would be an advance notice that they were going to be going under. <laughs> But still Oh no, we have like two products in the store Why haven't I looked for another job yet? Well, I mean, look As someone who was working at a very obviously <laughs> declining business uh, For several years It's still not great when it happens But No I mean, in some cases it's not Like, you can't just say find another job It depends on the location and everything that somebody is in And Correct. also, like, during a pandemic Working at a fries might actually be pretty nice since there's nobody in the fries to get you infected with the virus. That's right. It's large, open areas. Uh, just yeah, uh, no one is in there. Yep. Just avoid the giant just... ants hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Oftentimes, probably just one or two employees working there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Sounds actually kind of nice up to the point where fries then decided that everybody was out of a job. Sure. But yeah, I can't imagine that they actually sat down and like let anybody know. So, speaking of electronics, uh, my computer blowed up. 
we still have news before you get into your vlog. Um, All right, I just want a vlog. Remember last week when we had upcoming no. news at the point, uh, which we were not oh, quite yeah. aware of what was going to be said, and we tried to predict what might be at this mysterious Nintendo Direct. Nothing! Absolutely nothing! Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, Look, it's... Uh, I... I think I had mentioned this to you that I was very pleased with the Nintendo Direct in so far as there is one game that I want to buy, so I know I'm not going to have to spend that much money on the fucking Switch. So, yes, here... Okay, my... There were two things I really liked from the Nintendo Direct. Neither of them are on Nintendo platforms exclusively. So, we're getting a port of Stubbs the Zombie, finally which has been shackled to the original Xbox for a long time and is not backwards compatible on Xbox One and Series X and such. So that's really cool. Uh, and then also Samurai Warriors 5. Samurai Warriors is my favorite of the Warriors franchise, so looking forward to that. Also, Persona 5 Strikers is on its way to me from Gamefly at the moment. Oh, oh no. I'm going to play the Persona the Warriors. Cops. No, no put, you're not. Put in in the cat suit. I'm getting a hold of the Secret Service right now. Oh. I've got a file on you. I'm letting them know. I put as a human form of Morgana. I, wanna see I mean, her. I probably don't need to let them know, because they probably like have you flagged in the system, so they've already seen that you bought the game. I didn't buy it. I'm not gonna oh no, buy then a you Warriors managed to... Game. <laughs> Come on. Oh no, you managed to obfuscate the Secret Service's uh, tracking software. Well, they're already probably monitoring my Gamefly account ever since I rented uh, yeah. 13 Sentinels. But, you know. Well, let's be real. They probably chipped you in the middle of the night just mm -hmm. to be able to tell where you're at at all times and what you're thinking. Well, that's fine. Oh, he's using the air fryer again. It's <laughs> just like one guy in a van. I'm going to make shrimp Outside tonight. of your house. Just making all these notes about the very boring things that you're doing. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to play Persona Strikers, but also my track record with Warriors games, I don't want to spend like full price on it because I will almost certainly not finish it. There's um, a human Morgana, though? I don't know. I'm assuming, probably. Mm. That seems like something they would do. Mm. Uh, I just saw there's like a new character. I think, I think it's like a cat person or something, so maybe. I'm curious if there's a human Morgana, if it's a boy or a girl, because they refer to Morgana as a boy, but the voice is very much a girl. And, and if Cyberpunk name. has taught me anything, uh, gender is tied strictly to voice. So, I actually, yeah, I forgot. That's confusing. I forgot he was a boy, according to that, because he had the name also. Yes. Me think, lady. Um, mostly, though, that was just a joke about you and your weird uh, perversion with uh, Midna. <laughs> But. It's human Midna. It's a, like the adult Midna. I'm not talking about weird impish Midna riding around on Wolf Link. Like I don't that's know what you're talking fucking about. freak territory. Yeah, that's the only Midna there is. No, there's not. There's another Midna at the end of the game. It's like I was a real person the entire time. You think anybody actually an actual finished human Twilight being Princess? That that you could have feelings about and have them not be weird. weird. People finish Twilight Princess. No. 
Some people did. The people who are way into Zelda games. People finished Skyward Sword, so there's definitely people who finished Twilight Princess. Next up, Skyward Sword HD, a thing that I mentioned as in a prediction as a joke, <laughs> uh, turned out to be basically the only thing of substance in the entire Direct. Uh, they yep. had the guy from Zelda who went out and said, hey, I bet you thought I was going to have some news about Breath <laughs> of the Wild 2. Nope, you're a Skyward Sword HD. Choke on it. And then he left. There is like a zero-sum chance that Breath of the Wild 2 is not one of those things where it like ends up on the next Nintendo console and yeah, there's a version of it on the yes. Switch, but like no one's playing that version of the game. They're Correct. buying the new one. Also... I think is very telling that he said next time, like this fall, we're going to have more news on Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> it is a little weird to me that it's taken that long though, because I mean they have the framework there. Yeah. Generally, those games would would be shorter to produce. So I, yeah, it seemed like I this would be like, like a, something. It, you would think this would be like a Majora's Mask situation where they kind of crank it out using. The, yeah, I think like. Turnaround on Majora's Mask was like a year Yeah that I want to say But Yeah I don't know like maybe Look COVID happened and that's disastrous But I think if this Nintendo Direct kind of proved anything They didn't really have shit to begin with Right Like if COVID really impacted things I would expect that this Direct would have actually had Like something of more substance to it So I don't quite think that's the case So much I think it's just Nintendo being Nintendo Either they're just taking their sweet time on the game Hopefully they're doing something like integrating like actual dungeons in it. Doubt it. Uh, so yeah, yeah things more like late Nintendo being Nintendo and just taking forever. This made it very clear that the pandemic actually didn't have much of an effect, and they just didn't have anything yeah. anyway. Because like yeah. that—that's the thing. Like the pandemic didn't hit until March last year. Like yeah, this, it's this been almost would a full be, year. This would be when things kind of start to affect it more. Um. Because they wouldn't have like they would be working under those conditions the entire time at this point if something was coming out like in the fall. But instead, no, they just didn't have anything planned. Never did. Yeah, I mean, they had uh, the first trailer for Breath of the Wild two was what like a full year before the pandemic hit. I think so. At least, yeah. I'd say it's pretty old by now. Yeah, I mean, I mean hell, they games Bayonetta released 3 last year and Metroid Prime four. Are things yeah. that were announced and we have seen like nothing of. Nope. So, yeah, I refuse to believe that either of those exist or will exist. Yeah. But at least No More Heroes 3 will. That's another thing that they gave another look at, which. Yes. I mean, we already knew that that was coming out within the time frame of 2021, and they had that trailer uh, during. Might not have been like the last third party thing, but it was one of those. Uh, but it's nice to. I'm not going to complain about seeing no, more of a No More Heroes game, so long as it's not whatever that fucking shitty one was that they uh, put out between 2 and 3. That can so go to bad. hell. I'm glad that they sold enough of that thing that they were allowed to make No More Heroes 3, because I know they were saying it was contingent on that, but I also think people should not buy that game. No More Heroes 3 is getting made now. No one needs to buy that game. Well... That game also makes me mad because the story of it sounds really interesting and also like actually kind of important and like that's sort of like it's Suda's Dark Tower equivalent where it brings together everything in the Sudaverse. Um and then weirdly part of that was actually put into it as a patch like a week after it came out, so I never even saw that. Like uh if you start up now it 
opens with a cutscene featuring Dan Har uh, Dan Harmon. <laughs> Dan Harmon. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, okay, I didn't know that's in the. Yeah, universe. I'm thinking of Harmon Smith and Dan Smith. Um, Dan Smith from Kev- uh, Killer Seven. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin can wait. <laughs> Kevin Smith is in the game. <laughs> yeah. What? He's got, he's got his hockey jersey. Um, Kevin Smith's No More Heroes. It's all in black and white. But yes, Dan Smith from Killer Seven um, is at the beginning of the game now, which is strange. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Harmon Smith is apparently part of the plot of that. I believe Garcia, Garcia Smith shows up. The guy from Killer is Dead is in it, uh, Mondo Zappa. Um, I believe it even has like the guy from Flower, Sun, and Rain and other stuff. So it's like all of Suda's characters Except Garcia Hotspur Unfortunately is not in it By the way Shadows of the Damned Has been delisted from Xbox Live Which is disappointing Especially yeah. because that was on Game Pass As part of EA Play uh, But it's done this before They removed it before And then it just came back eventually The annoying part here is that they did not put on sale Before it went away I wasn't going to pay $20 for it I just feel like I could get into a whole thing about how much I don't like digital distribution in games and what it means for game preservation and why I still buy things yeah, on disc and know, how yeah. a lot of content is not on disc, so it doesn't matter anyway and everything's fucked. Correct. But yeah, that's uh, it's pretty bad and unfortunate that they delisted that and I hope it comes back. Last time it got delisted, it was because there was... Um... Speculation that they were going to do a remaster of it This time it was odd because It came at exactly I think 10 years since it came out So it was probably like some kind of Licensing thing that expired I was going to say is that like the Version that came back they had to put like a Content warning about like hey you know By the time this was made Some of the racist stuff in it was more acceptable But now it's There's nothing racist about Steve Bloom doing a bizarre Mexican accent <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing wrong with him screaming about big boners. I was seeing a lot of tweets about that with the Muppet Show, about them having warnings about like cultural insensitivity. And I've not watched any of the Muppet Show yet because I don't have Disney Plus, but I did watch Borat 2 before mm-hmm. my uh Amazon Prime free trial lapsed and uh I like how that also just opens with like a content warning about blackface. It does? In, in like the rating thing that drops back down, the first thing is blackface. Huh. Because I, I you know, I guess that. it's going alphabetical order. But uh, it's for the Justin Trudeau thing, I'm assuming, unless I missed some other right. blackface in that movie. And yeah, I, like, I, I was totally trying to think own. of what it was. Yeah, no, it's the Justin Trudeau thing. Uh, although there is a bit later on where he goes into a synagogue dressed as like a caricature <laughs> of a Jew, very extremely That's long really, nose and like really claws good. and a little puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that lady was so he, like, nice. Bonds. Yeah, she was she was precious. He like bonds with these kindly old Jewish ladies, and you think that he's going to have like this epiphany where he realizes he has. His opinion on Jewish people is completely wrong, but instead they confirm for him that the Holocaust did happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him like kind of brings Borat back, re- revitalizes, rejuvenates him. 
Also, Borati was good. I wish I watched that back when you watched it, so we could have both talked about it. The best part about Great that movie. segment is the reason he goes in there dressed as a Jew like that is because he wants to get shot. <laughs> He's just <laughs> yeah. like, "Hey, people are always shooting up synagogues, so this is my way out." Yeah, I'm just gonna wait here to get massacred. Oh God. Well, I like too how he wants to die, but then he's also afraid of getting poisoned uh, yeah. by the Jews. So, I guess one's quick, the other one not so much. I guess. Yeah, I've been watching Paranoia Agent as well. Congrats! Yeah, uh, there's still more depressing. news. By the way, uh, there is. Okay, what's the other news? Uh, Microsoft has introduced FPS Boost for backwards compatibility. Uh, Which is a thing that what was that was a thing that we we talked about last week mm-hmm. how that well, was getting put out there is probably what their thing was but it wasn't confirmed and so of course it is what it was yes the weirdest part about this is that it is a very select number of titles at the moment like five of them <laughs> yeah and the the ones that are available are very strange choices are you telling me you don't want to play Lucky's Tale with an uncapped frame rate? Well, that's a weird one because it was already at 60 FPS. It's just that now it has enabled 120, which my TV yeah, cannot ooh. display anyway. So, uh. yeah. Also, yeah, I played some of Lucky's sure Tale and yours can't. Um, yeah, whatever. It's like it's a platformer, I guess, but without anything interesting in it. I wasn't that into it. Yeah, it's fine. I liked it in in VR because yes. I think it provided kind of an interesting like perspective for that stuff. Uh, but otherwise, like playing that without VR, no. Yep. Um, but the titles are it's like New Super Lucky's Tale, Watch Dogs Two, Far Cry Four, the Everyone's new UFC. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh, Sniper Elite 4. I do want to bring up, though, since I think that's it. Far Cry 4, that I really, the one thing I do like about that game is that the main villain is, like, completely being up front with you at the start of the game about just yeah. wanting to help you bury your mom, and that you kind of cause all your own problems by getting the fuck out of there when you do, and if you just sit there and wait around, because you're at, like, a dinner table, and he gets up to leave at one point, and that's your chance to escape. The game telegraphs that's what you should do. But if you stay there, he'll come back and be like, okay, I took care of what I needed to. Uh, let's go bury your mom. And you kind of just like bond with them and you you say goodbye to your mom and that's the game. They just go to credits after that. Yep, that's really good. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. actually like the other people that you ally with after that in the actual game are like worse than he is. Um, yeah. Like he's still a bad guy, but b- between the two eh. of them, he is the, the lesser of the two evils. Or three. As it as the case well, is, I did not get very far into that game. No, there are like I, there are two factions that you can choose between joining. Okay, I was still just with the first one. I bounced off that game very fast, so I think it was like still tutorializing me by the time I just jumped off of it because I was like, oh, it's more Far Cry. Yeah. Also, I got it for cheap, so yeah, that feels uh, bad not beating it. But it's weird they did that instead of Far Cry Five. Um. And then, like, that and Watch Dogs 2 and I think Sniper Elite also are not... Like, they came out before the Xbox One X did, so they don't have Xbox One X enhancements. 
So it's mm. still running the games at like 720p or whatever the original Xbox One well, ran games at. At least you at. can see a bullet go into someone's testicle in glorious 60 frames. That's true. I like Sniper Elite. Yeah, um, yeah it's a good game. The, um, so yeah, that stuff's weird. Although like it works really well for the UFC game. And it's interesting because what they're doing is kind of going over the head of the original game in a way where it's um, like a direct 3D... Like sort of injection, I guess. I'm not, I'm not a technical expert, but it doesn't require any sort of intervention from the developers or any alteration of the game's code. It's basically intercepting the uh, top level code or whatever to trick it into running at double speed, essentially. Um, and that means that, for example, in UFC, it has these sort of interstitial things where it shows the crowd or like guys walking to the octagon uh when those normally run at 30 fps even in the higher frame rate modes but now they don't anymore they all run at 60 which is odd and i think it's probably things like that um they're the reason for the smaller number of titles and why they're going to have to from what i understand this would work on anything they just have to make sure it doesn't cause any bugs or like weird glitches and so they're yeah. going to have to whitelist everything, and similar to backwards compatibility, actually. So, mm. hopefully, they get that working for stuff like Prey and Dishonored Two and The Darkness and other things. Uh, Which Prey? The one that I care both. about, or the one that you care about? Okay, well, that's fine. I don't care about your version, but I'll compromise and have it be both of them. Freak. <laughs> oh, I I actually really like System Shock. What, what you telling me there's a game that's like System Shock but new? No thanks. Says George. See, the Brundle. thing now is like we had to end the Godfather things. I finally got around watching us. This is the new one that I'm latching on to is refusing to give Prey a chance. Give Prey a chance. Yes. <laughs> I should go back and play Prey again. It's I am worried about playing anything on this PC that actually is demanding on the video card, though. We'll get into that in a bit, but stop teasing. If it pops it. up on, if it pops up on console or something like that for a reasonable price. I might jump in on it, uh, which I so, also need to do for Shadow with the Colossus. It's available on Game Pass. Um, so that's kind of the weird thing is that with the acquisition of Bethesda, like it's strange to me that there is no like Series X port of uh, Prey and Dishonored and Wolfenstein and whatnot to make them yeah. run at 60. Especially because they have like a current gen like bundle thing that includes all of them, but it it didn't actually do anything. It's just the old, the Xbox One games. Anyway, I so I think that's all the news. It's all the news. Fit I can get personal news. Yeah, so, all right, great. Here we go. I kind of need to bring it up because if anybody cares to watch our streams or go back and watch any of the video on-demand stuff on our YouTube channel, which is same name, Destroy All Children. Uh, although, because it's a smaller channel, I'm pretty sure if you search for that name, it'll bring up a bunch of other shit before it actually brings up us on YouTube. Uh, but I'm probably not going to be able to stream anything tomorrow. Um, I probably lost all my progress in GoldenEye for the Xbox 360. Uh, I had turned my computer monitor off for like 30-ish minutes, turned it back on, saw that my VGA connection was gone, and then when I did a power cycle, it refused to recognize a boot drive. 
which was very cool. So I blew 140 bucks on an SSD and plugged that in and installed Windows, and then it refused to recognize any of the drivers for the motherboard, tried to install the chipset and the LAN, it just wouldn't take it. So at that point, I was like, well, I guess I'm upgrading the motherboard and I can't find anything for this chip because it's a i7-6700K and that's old at this point and they don't make boards for it anymore. So I got a 10th generation chip and all that cost 500 bucks. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm putting it in a new, I'm putting it in a case. I might as well get a new case. I'm out of thousand dollars now, just trying to get a working PC again. Uh, and I'm afraid that since I have a 980, that's probably the next thing that's going to go. And that worries me because we talked about earlier briefly how the prices of computer equipment is ridiculous right now. Uh, especially video cards like COVID and tariffs really fuck that stuff up. So like if you look up what, what is a budget Bitcoin. video card, also Bitcoin, which is continuing to completely destroy that market. Uh, but if you look up like what is a good budget uh, graphics card, you'll probably see a bunch of stuff dated in like 2021 saying like the 1650 Super is pretty good for the budget. You can find it for around 150 to $250, which is a decent price for like kind of a lower end graphics card uh, probably actually is better than what i have in my pc except you will not find it at that price it's probably closer to like 500 dollars right now for a 1650 because that's all i was able to find in that and 500 bucks for a 1650 makes you a sucker that's yeah. way too much money so i'm uh, now living in perpetual fear this video card going because i don't have money to replace it I refuse to buy a 1650 for 500 bucks. That's insane. Uh, thank you, Bitcoin assholes, for screwing the market up. Thank you, I know Joe COVID Biden and other stuff is playing a factor. For not giving us money. Yeah, I'm out $1,000, which, as it happens, is half of what Joe Biden owes me. Yeah, that's true. Grab him by the ankles and shake him until my check falls out. Like a cartoon cowboy? Yeah. You know, this probably is putting me on a list too because you're going to think that I want to attack Joe Biden. Um, it's okay. Nobody yeah, listens yeah, to this. Yeah, it's fine. Dougie listens to it. He's one of like the eight people who yeah. are regularly subscribed, but it's for like business purposes. No one knows who Dougie is. I don't he know why I brought enjoy that it. up. No. Well, neither does any of the other people. They're just trying to like monitor us for like health and safety reasons. George is trying to get a CRT again. Uh, I need to make a note about that. J.R. Oliver is the only person who enjoys this nonsense. Well, J.R. is a sweetheart. Thank you, J.R. <laughs> yeah. uh, Freak. He's a very kind man. Uh, so anyway, I've yeah, I've blown a ridiculous amount. I got a uh, Be Quiet 500 DX case, which is very purdy. Uh, keeps my CPU at a low temp. It's at like 30 degrees Celsius right now. Um, I also had to buy a new power supply was like the last thing where I realized, oh no, this is a problem because I, for whatever reason, did not decide to check whether or not the one I had was compatible with the case. So that's like a EVGA Supernova 850 watt uh, G plus, I think it is, which is a really good power supply. I've only used it for a year and a half and I paid like $170 for it. And so now I need to try to like sell that thing. Uh, I don't know anyone who would actually buy a used power supply is the problem, so kind of probably just going to eat the money there. I mean, just slap it on eBay. I'm sure somebody will. 
eBay changed their policy, and now I have to directly link it to my bank account, which I'm not thrilled about. So no, you I, at some point, I'll have to cave. That's no, weird. I had, had it hooked up to PayPal. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's the way I would prefer to do it, because then it's easier to just go back and spend that money online. Um, uh, yeah, because okay. I gotta sell all my I gotta sell my berserks at some point, so I need to get that set up. Nobody but... cares. Everyone cares about Berserk. <laughs> Berserk is great. That's why people will wait two years to get a single issue of Berserk. And then they'll go, oh, this is filler. I've been fucking swindled. But yeah, in, anyway, um, probably not going to be able to stream. Uh, I had a retro corner planned for today for Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. I've not been able to finish Shadow of the Colossus because of this, and I'm... I think I might be able to salvage the save because it's still on like my mechanical my mechanical hard drives, which I use for a lot of my data storage. Like those are fine, and Shadow of the Colossus is on one of those. It's just that in updating the computer and reinstalling Windows, it refuses to recognize like the visual environment that it needs for that version of PC XE to run. So I'm not sure that I can actually use those saves. I tried to like transfer them to a newer version, and it was just like the save is corrupt. So that Blue Point remake looks pretty good, though. It is. <laughs> like that's the thing. There's basically no reason to play the original because that like remaster exists. Yeah. Like that's actually I, had... I would say far more of a remaster than a remake. Like even than um. Yeah. Demon Souls is because it's that's the same game, just yeah. cleaned up. Looks real pretty. Uh, this might be like worst case scenario. I end up buying that and I take this game off the list and I replace it with something else. Um, but I'm going to try to get that save working today. I, I think I might be able to do it. Uh, also, but we're not going to talk about those games on this podcast. Also, I think so. you were having issues with your emulation anyway because you were saying stuff about absurd, like bloom effects obscuring your vision, which I do not remember being an issue. Like the bloom was way worse than Eco. Oh, it's pretty bad in Eco too, but yeah, for me it was harder to see in Shadow of the Colossus than it was in Eco. So I don't know if it was just some sort of graphics plug-in I needed to switch to something else. Because the fun thing with PlayStation 2 emulation is that there's a few different like graphical options that you could do, and you absolutely have to tweak them between certain games, because there are a lot of games that are very particular about that stuff. Yeah. Um, speaking of Berserk, there is a Berserk game on the PlayStation 2, and I remember that needing very specific graphics plug-in settings, or it will not work. Uh, so it's probably the case with Shadow of the Colossus that I needed to have something turned on or off. But Although, I still shake my fist at those games because those are the ones that like kind of laid the groundwork for Bloom being overused in video games for a number of years. No, I think a lot I, of other I, companies wanted that look. No, I think that's just more because it was a built-in thing in Unreal Engine 3. Uh, like, yeah, possibly. S- same reason everything had that same like uh slimy look after um like Doom 3 came out. It's just like that's how stuff in that id tech engine looked. And so I love the slime though. I mean it worked for Prey, the one you care about, uh, because that game slime was all like time, baby. It was all slimy spaceships and door yeah. anuses and art Yeah. Bell. Yeah. Love all this stuff. I love Blue door Oyster anuses. Cult. I love Art Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I love Blue Waster Cult. Portals. I love them. 
Well, I'm a little indifferent about portals, but those portals were really cool. Stuff. The bit where you go through when you come out on the little the ball thing in that glass case. Original Prey was cool. Yeah, original original Prey is neat. Anyway, yeah, Ned, I've I've been having computer problems, and I've my my stress has been real high because I'm now terrified of other stuff breaking on this. The the power supply cables I got to are fucking fat. So the back of the case bulges Stick. a little bit, and I don't think there's anything I can do about that. Yeah, I had to route the 24-pin connector. Well, Danny had to route the 24-pin connector. I had a lot of help from him. He mostly put the PC together for me. Um, sort of friend of the show. We bring him up. He doesn't listen. But <laughs> he he had to, like, not break a, a certain part of the panel off, but there there's a part of that can kind of like unplug so it's easier to route cables through and then you plug it back in. It just has to be off in mind because there's no way to get the 24 pin through like the grommet that it's supposed to go because it has like inbuilt capacitors and they're way too big. Uh, the walls fits fine. Okay. Yeah, Breaking that's okay. Good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, sure is a pretty case though. So I'm at least happy about that. What one is it? Uh, be quiet! Exclamation point. Yeah. Five hundred DX. Okay. Pure base five hundred DX. I think. So you can look that up if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, well, at least you've got some CRTs to do retro gaming on, right? Ah, uh, no, my life is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point, the... you're just like. Mo Sislak, like you have your head stuck inside a CRT <laughs> with no funeral tape Sorry, to your back. No funeral. Yep. Uh, I bought the TV off the ketamine lady. The screen on that is crooked. Uh, I have to adjust the yoke to correct it, but it's near a lot of high voltage components, so that's not happening. I will absolutely kill myself. Um, and then I bought a second CRT, uh, which if you follow me on Twitter, blorp underscore weatherby, don't do it. No, uh, don't. I transported that thing back it's gigantic uh venga bus came on the radio as soon as i got it into my car and that was a great a grim <laughs> portent of things to come An the, the venga bus came for me yeah so everything went to hell it's after like, that it's like the last segment in buster scruggs except it's the venga bus <laughs> anytime you hear those horns come on you're yeah. about to get fucked up, man. Here comes a guy who looks like Junior Soprano doing the dance. Uh, Venga bus comes for us all. There's there's only two things certain in this life: the Venga bus, bus and taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that that TV, the display is, it works. It's fine, I guess, but the picture quality is not as good as I would like it to be. It's not as vibrant. So instead, I caved and I bought a retro tank, which is another hundred dollars that I'm out now. And that works works fantastic. That is a a great little piece of tech. What but... is it, by the way? Like, why? Like, how does it plug in? Is it just like sort of? So, it goes into the back of the console, and then you put HDMI into that. Yeah, so it's it's just a standard upscaler, but it is made specifically with the Nintendo sixty four in mind in getting the best image out of that console that it can. So you just take your composite cables and plug it into one end, or you can plug in S video, which is better. So. I would recommend that, and the RetroTink, thankfully, comes with an S-Video cable for the Nintendo 64, so you have no oh. reason to use the composites. Uh, and theirs is a decent S-Video cable. If you go around online and just look for any old SD cable for the Nintendo 64, there's a lot of crap out there. 
uh, that might even be worse than just going straight through component. So that is good that it comes with one. And then on the other end, you just hook up your HDMI and then a USB uh, cable goes into that as well. And you can pretty much hook up any USB-based power device. It is kind of designed to take anything. So I just used my old retro Pi, my Raspberry Pi 3 plug, and that works totally fine. Uh, and then, yeah, that it outputs a much better picture than the other shitty $30 upscaler I had, which also, like, that thing darkened images so much that I couldn't see anything in, like, the statue level of GoldenEye without blowing out the brightness on the TV. Uh, this one's fine. It looks like same level of brightness as the Nintendo 64, which is not great. There's a lot of dark games for the Nintendo 64 where it's hard to see shit as it is, but it's way easier to see things than what I've been using up to this point. Uh, it also has a smoothing option on it, Ooh. which for like for you know 16-bit games and stuff like that does not look good. But on like the Nintendo 64, it's smoothing out some of those graphics is actually like kind of nice. Okay. I think it's funny that you are going through all of this trouble to improve the graphics of the Nintendo 64, uh, much like putting dark. lipstick on a pig. Yeah, you know what? Right. I can turn on my Xbox and I can play the port uh, of Perfect Dark, which has dual analog control <laughs> no. and smooth frame rate, high resolution. It's great. It just does not seem like the optimal way to play Perfect Dark for me. Uh, that game was designed with a cinematic five frames a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Expansion pack required. Zack Snyder's Perfect Dark. <laughs> Joanna Dark with a crown of thorns around her head. Uh, yeah, so anyway, like I at, at that point, like the retro tank hadn't showed up yet, and so I kept calling around to like electronic repairs and I got one guy who said that he would charge me 85 bucks to fix the crooked screen on this TV uh, which is not worth it but when he found out the reason that I was wanting it repaired he realized that I'm a gamer and then wanted to start selling me a bunch of shit that he had lying around like an asteroids cabinet that he told me was sitting out by a dumpster along with a dig dug cabinet dumpster dig dug fuck I won't want that yeah. Uh, so he wanted to sell me that stuff, and then he kept trying to convince me to sell him my Raspberry Pis so he could use them for Bitcoin mining. So all sure. goes back to Bitcoin. Yeah, all of it. Of course. <laughs> Converting the the Ving bus to be a gigantic mobile Bitcoin miner. Mm. It can never stop driving. If it stops driving, it will power down, and we won't get any of the bitcoins. <laughs> Dennis Hopper needs more Bitcoin. <laughs> That's right. I've wired this thing of us if it goes below a certain speed. So he kept texting me for a while about this fucking asteroids cabinet and my Raspberry Pis until I had to block his number. So cool. I also think that so I'm out of the CRT game because a large a large part of this is like once those things start to go, they go. They're ticking time bombs. There's going to be a point in time where CRTs are just plain not available anymore because no one's making CRTs. And finding people to repair them is really difficult. Uh, there's a lot of like thrift stores and stuff won't even take them anymore. So they're starting to get really hard to find and they're getting really expensive. And when you get them, they're probably going to need some kind of repair. Uh, so I'm, I'm out of the game. 
Uh, also, part of it is just the fact that I've had to deal with a lady weighing ketamine and the psychopath and his fucking bitcoins, and I don't like the sort of people that this CRT quest of mine is making me come into contact with. I fear for my life every night. I, I now sleep with a gun under my pillow. And and two CRTs in my room, which I'm sure are irradiating me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's a uh, my life's a mess. It's just bad. I've been playing kind of right now. A concrete genie for the PlayStation Four uh, because that was part of the PlayStation Plus games this month, and I thought ah, I've been interested in this a while. I almost bought it when it was ten bucks on Black Friday, but thankfully I didn't. Um, but I played it here. Uh. That is a really cool game for most of it, uh, which also is actually not that long of a game. It's maybe like five hours or so, I'm guessing, total. I haven't finished it yet, uh, but I'm very close to the end, obviously. Five hours is like a single-sitting game for me, because I'm a lunatic. I mean, it's almost a single-sitting game for me, because I just started it last night. Mm. Um, But, uh, so, it's a game where... You're this kid, you're in this... You're not from this town, Dinska, I think it's called, which is, like, abandoned. Uh, it's been overtaken by darkness, which doesn't really seem to bother the gangs of marauding children around uh, that basically just go around and throw cans at buildings, which seems like a is pretty good Kingdom time. Is Hearts? No, because it's cool. Okay, um, I was going to say marauding children in darkness. Those are Kingdom Hearts yeah. things. I understand Kingdom Hearts. Well, there's there are no like monsters running around. It's just like it's dark and there are like these sort of tentacles surrounding certain objects required to progress but nothing else. Um I've seen some Kingdom Hearts stuff with tentacles, but I'm pretty sure none of it was official. No, that's not canon. Okay. So the thing I like about this is it has a really cool look to it. Specifically, it has the vibe of a Leica movie, um, which if okay. people aren't familiar with them, they d- did like Paranorman, uh, Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings, Box Trolls. So stop! It looks like a stop motion game in a lot of ways, it, like from from what that whatever that means in a game. Um, but like the character models sort of have that look to them and specifically their faces animate like they're stop motion like they're sort of like moving textures on top of the face which looks really cool I like it Mm. Um, and then in addition to that the genies in question are these well not monsters but creatures I guess at the risk of sounding like Patrick Klepek that you draw on walls and basically you are trying to light up your your main goal basically is lighting up these light bulbs that are available in each zone. Once you've lit them all up, you can progress to the next one. And there's some light puzzle solving, though it's not really puzzle solving because most of it is just you call the genie over to an area and they do a thing. Uh, most of it is that the genie will request you draw certain things on the walls and then you draw it and then they're happy and then they'll like give you super paint, which you can use to paint away these uh these darkened areas but you're never going to be in danger of it because it's not really a limited resource the genie will just keep refilling you whenever you need it it's a very easy game but it's very nice and pleasant 
and it's fun to paint things on walls. It all looks cool. Then, after doing this for three or four hours, you get to the end of the game where they decided it's going to be an action game now, and you have attacks, (laughs) and you have to fight bosses. But every boss is the same thing, and they take forever to kill because they have huge health bars, and also it all sucks. So that's where I'm at now. I'm probably close to the end, but boy, this last hour or so has been a slog. I'm going to back up for a second to graphics. Would you say that this looks better or worse than Clay Fighter 63 and a third? Uh, well, it's close, but I'm going to say better. Okay. Clay well, Fighter is probably the best looking game on the Nintendo 64, and also like the best playing, I think. It's also weird, though, because this has an option like, do you want 4K on or off? And I, like, I toggled between them and could not tell the difference. So, Mm. I don't know if it's, like, upscaling. Well, part of it is just that the game kind of looks blurry, which I think is intentional for that sort of look they're going for. But, like, I would look at, like, I would position myself where I could see a tree in a distance and, like, turn it on and off and try to see if it looked any different, and I could not tell. See that tree? You can go there. I don't think you could, actually, for that one. What? Bullshit. I think it was behind a gate. I don't know. Richard so, Spencer hates this game. Uh, what? Was that the one who said that? Who said that? The, you see that mountain? You can Todd go there. Howard. Todd Howard. Okay. Richard whatever. Spencer is the Nazi who got punched. That's right. <laughs> Phil Spencer is who I'm thinking of. He's also a Nazi who got punched. What? <laughs> Phil Spencer did a stream where a Ludens figure was next to the Xbox logo. What could it mean? <laughs> Means he has a Luden's figure next to an Xbox logo. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> oh, Kojima, um, please jump ship. Go to Xbox. Do it. No, I need to have. <laughs> I have. I bought a PlayStation Five. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> Should have bought an Xbox. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I think that maybe I should actually download that thing. I I claimed it because I claim it, everything that's free with PlayStation Plus. Because why wouldn't you? But yeah, I need well, to actually sit down and, and give it a shot. The reason why you wouldn't is because the PlayStation Five has no way of getting rid of games from your library anymore. So I have Worms Rumble uh, yeah. sitting in there forever now. Yeah. Yeah, I really hope that they re-enable some of that stuff. I like I like my games. A weird inverse of how I do things in real life where I order my games by like purchase order what? and I know I should switch to I know I know this is weird I know I should I should switch to alphabetical order for my games but like I I'm so deep into doing it this one way that it feels off to me to do that uh so it's the opposite with PlayStation 5 or in kind of like digital catalog where I then prefer to have it in alphabetical order I don't know how my Broken mind like makes peace with this See for me that's the um, opposite With digital stuff I'll often have it in Purchase order because that way I can see the most recent Thing I bought Yeah and, like, and, and oh, that's how I need like, to get this and install it And that that's sort of how the Playstation Handles it is it will just order Whatever the most recent thing you got was When you go over to the library tab But like you can filter it down In, in a few different ways One of them is alphabetical order it just won't retain that. So every nope. time you restart the console, 
you have to flip it to that again to have it display the way that you want it to display. Also, something cool which, about like, the PS5 UI, which I found out recently, when I mm-hmm. started, uh, like I thought, oh, I'm going to get back to Miles Morales because um, I never finished that. And so, speaking I of w- five-hour video games, <laughs> I went to start it. I would say it's longer than that. Of course, it has all the side stuff to do, oh, which God. I'm doing, which Concrete Genie does not. I'm um, sorry, it's a six-hour video game. Forgot yeah. about the side stuff. There you go. Um, but I thought I would start that, and I put the disc in. And unlike the PlayStation 4, it does not like put the game tile back at the beginning. If you do that, I had to go into the game library and scroll down to find Miles Morales and start it from there. Even though I put the disc in. Uh, what a bad UI. Holy cow. I'm just surprised you're finding out about that now. Because, yeah, like I've, I've done stuff like that where I installed a bunch of things but was still playing a game and it kind of pushed it off the list and then I went back to play that game and it just won't like actually update it on that front page you have to go into the library and dig around for it yeah well I don't know because everything else I've just been installing and playing I haven't gone back to an older one yet but there were some stuff that I just wanted to have installed and like on hand and so I left them on but yeah well I mean the thing is I knew that like it would push games off of it, but the thing is, like I said, with the PlayStation Four, if you put the disc in, it should bring it back yeah. to the main menu. But yeah, it doesn't. It should just pop it right back up. Uh, I mean, hey, the disc drive should not spin once an hour to check the game. It should just do it when you start the game. So there's a lot about the PlayStation Five where it just does not operate the way that a modern video game console should. Right. And I still, I hope they should have by now. But I hope that they fucking patch some of that shit to make it better. Because, like, I, I know that, like, sorting by alphabetical order in that library may not be the way that everybody wants to do it. It's not the way that you want to do it. But it's the well, way so, I want to do it. So, And if, it's the way some other people want to do it. And it'd be nice if the PlayStation would just fucking remember that that's the way we want to do it. So when we restart the console, we don't have to do it every time. If I'm looking for something specific, I will change it to sorting by alphabetical so that I can find it. But, like, by default, I just want to go over and see, like, what's the most recent stuff I bought. But yeah. Of course, that's also totally because I'll just go on sprees on the PlayStation Store or whatever and be like, eh, I'm sure I'll buy Zone of the Enders a second runner. I don't remember liking don't it at the time, should... but... No, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Maybe I'll like it more pay money and then Pay money and then get to that mission at the start where you gotta, like, grab that guy uh... and protect him and then... Yeah. That sucks. Well, I'll find on out a good eventually. Game. I think I got into it before, but there's there are things I like about the Zone of the Inners. Playing in the cockpits, it's not one of them. Yeah, the literal cockpits. Um, yeah. Oh, is that all you've been playing? Hey, speaking yep. of Konami, forgot news. Mm-hmm. There's a new Silent Hill being made. Yeah, maybe. No, there <laughs> is, but who knows what Possibly. it will be like? Who knows? That's the question. Yeah. By a prominent they... Japanese developer, which there are not many of. Wait, did we mention yeah. this last week? I think we did. I think we did. I didn't remember if that yeah. happened before or after. No, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it last week. Okay, well, good. Then we I, were, then we were taking swings at who we thought it would yes. be, and I went with Kojima, which right. is almost definitely not going to be the case. Uh, but no. if I say it enough, maybe the curse will work its magic. No, because curse but, only but, works for bad things. Not necessarily. It's there's been times where it's worked for good. It's just more often than not, it's bad. Yeah, I guess. There's the rare occasion where the curse is in fact a blessing. I don't know if it's whatever cosmic power handles the curse just gets a little bit confused. 
just Gary Busey. He controls everything. He's in a room full of a bunch of levers. Sure. Sometimes Screaming. he just pulls the wrong one. Yeah, something good happens. That... <laughs> I'm going to get into it a whole lot, but a few nights ago, for whatever reason, I got into that headspace where I just wanted to see pre-accident Gary Busey and started looking up like a bunch of old interviews. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh, wow, he's very articul- articulate and just everything he's saying is Can't well thought arti- out. Ar- and then you arti- get articulate yourself any better than that. <laughs> but then like, I always, whenever I do that, I just have to look up like as soon as the accident was done, what those interviews were like and, boy like you still see some of the old gary in there but you can tell that he's not the same as he once was he saw the orb on the other side and it changed him Mm -hmm. for people who don't know when he recounts his near-death experience he mentions seeing a glowing orb on the other side you have to say hi to the orb (laughs) that was the secret oh man playing anything else or was that the uh, only more of Yakuza you were like playing, a dragon? Uh... Okay. Um, How deep I... are you into that now? Uh, judging by chapter list, I'm about two thirds into it. However, okay. that is because I was mainlining the story because a thing happens, and I wanted to get past where that would be resolved, and it still has not. And so I'm gonna just have to do side stuff and get back to that because side quests are what you're looking for in Yakuza, really. The main yeah. stories are fine. Side stories are the good stuff. Um, it's weird because that's usually not the case for me in video games. I usually don't like side content, and I don't think it's very good or thought out. But yeah, Yakuza's side stuff is very good. Sure. Um, but yeah, well, I guess I'll just say you lose a party member, and so I was trying uh-huh. to get to a point where he would come back, but he still is not. I got a different party members, so I guess whatever, it's fine. Um, well, now I know it's not the girl, so thanks for spoiling that for me. That's yeah. I'll be much welcome. less surprised when it happens to one of the what two or three male party members. <laughs> I think four. Four. Uh, All right. Well, at that point, it would be like two. So the thing I would recommend, though, if you're going to play it, is when you get to the business management stuff, uh, do that at least a little bit until you get. To like the point where you get Ari as a party member so then you'll Still have a full one uh, because it seems like You'd kind of want that because there are still some big Fights that happen when you're Otherwise down a person okay. And also she has like Her uh, default clerk job Like the thumbtack Toss move is absurdly Good this has a huge area of effect And does quite a bit of damage and everybody's Weak to it Um mm. All this stuff will make sense to me one day when that game hits like $20 on the PlayStation 5. Probably about a month from now. And and I have money again that I can spend on things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, God, I'm going to have to... A good thing tax returns got delayed so badly this year. <sighs> yeah. Still waiting Getting on around mine. 900 bucks on mine, which does not <laughs> even pay off this, like, short by about 100 bucks. About same for me. Yeah. Which is, ours are usually the same, uh, despite us having an income disparity, so. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of just get, like, the same amount back because that's the amount of non-taxable income. It's just, we don't have, like, other deductions and whatnot, so. Yeah. I also, when you factor out taxes and everything else that gets taken out of my paycheck, I lose about half my money. So, like, my actual take-home income is pretty small compared to what I would write down on a tax return. Which is mm-hmm. very cool. 
Oh yeah. But yeah. Retro corner. Sure. I only have one game to talk about this time because uh I was busy with shit. And also I had I really thought that I would be talking about Eco and Shadow of the Colossus at this point, and I'm really upset that I'm not. We got to four Colossi were left, and I would have been done with that game. I was so close. Probably like an hour and a half of gameplay left, and then all this happened. Uh, ironically, while Shadow of the Colossus was running. Which might be why those saves are corrupt, I don't know. But uh, I played Rystar. Restar? Rystar. Rister? I say Rystar. Rystar? Anyway, it's a Sega Genesis platforming game that I think came out pretty late in the Genesis's life cycle. I think this was near the tail end of things. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of makes good on like a concept that got rejected for Sonic the Hedgehog, which was a funny character. They were going to give Sonic um, these long, stretchy arms. <laughs> yeah, he would like maybe fight a bunch of monsters and the frame rate would tank. Mm-hmm. And it would have been very fun. Why hasn't anybody done um, a meme that's like of Rystar stretching his like hands out and it's like coming to get that booty or whatever <laughs> people post about? Oh, I don't like rapist Rystar. Well, it's terrible. Who says that he's a rapist? That's you putting that on him. He's uh, he said he's coming to get that booty. That's a threat. Yeah. No, it's not. It'd be like you know, a threat. You know, when you call Rystar over, like and you know. I'm not calling Rystar over. Rystar sending a message saying, you up, and then image <laughs> of him stretching his hands out. It's not the only part of my body that stretches, baby. That's just gross. It's just, it's just very long and thin. It's like spaghetti. Uh, no, the original, like, one of the concept characters they came up with was a bunny that would grab stuff with its, with its ears. Okay. And that got that got rejected. I I think there's Good. concept art of that out there. Uh but they they kind of took that idea for Rystar and ran with it. And uh there are points in that game where that feels kind of fun and a little bit innovative and that there are many many more points where it makes me scream at the top of my lungs because I've just fallen off the top of the level and I can't get back up again and I hate everything. Rystar like, falls trying down. To do that thing you can't get up again. You're actually going to keep him down. Yes. Uh, the, the controls for it are a little bit finicky for what direction his arms are going in. So if you're trying to do a diagonal input, it is kind of a pain in the ass. Although I wonder how much of that was using a uh, a 8-bit Doe SNES controller. Because the Sega Genesis had that big kind of squishy circular D-pad. And I think Ugh. that probably made it easier to get diagonal inputs. Uh, mm. Which would be the the one time, the one game where maybe the Sega Genesis pad is superior. I don't understand why you like those sort of circular pads so much. I don't. I've been over this. I hate them. No, like you love good, them. They're your favorite. I like a good four directional D pad that is nice and firm. Uh, which the Sega Genesis is none of those things. But. Yeah, like, I, I remember renting Rystar a lot as a kid. It, like, I just, his character design kind of clicked with me. And I've played this game almost on an annual basis for the last few years. So this is just me coming back to it again for this year. Uh, which I'm not 
entirely sure why I do this because hey, there question. is a lot of Ristar I don't like. Have you hmm. uh have you been like checked out for a brain tumor? I think maybe the I'm CRTs are irradiating you. I'm seeing a neurologist in May. Okay, well, maybe after that you'll stop playing Ristar every year. I don't know about that. I think I'll probably just do that until I die. I'll become like a jigsaw because of my brain tumor, but instead, like, I kidnap people and I force them to play Ristar <laughs> or they just get murdered. Yeah. Could be worse, I guess. Look, you could play Ristar, you could dig around in the still living guy's guts for the key to get out of here. Going with the guts. Yeah, there's a lot of blood in this room, and Ristar is not past the title screen. Uh, it, yeah, like, a lot of the navigational stuff in that game does not feel good. Uh, I do like the bits where you just bash yourself into enemies. I think, like, a lot of what Ristar does for me is the music. Like, it's really kind of, not necessarily grungy, but the audio quality is very bad. So it's hard to sit down and just kind of listen to it. There's a certain charm to it when you're actually sitting down to play the game. And I think, like, likewise, the visuals are very good and unique and fun in that game. Uh, I, I like the character designs a whole lot. I think the bosses look great. Like that one that's just this giant frog thing and you gotta throw like curry into its mouth to hurt it. Like that stuff's all fantastic. It is a, a common refrain for, for some of these games that I don't like on this podcast where it is the part where I play it where it kind of falls apart for me but the, the presentation is awesome. Um uh, but it's also a short game, so, you know, whatever. It's not like you suffer through it too much. Uh, the second world is a water level, which is actually, weirdly, maybe the most controllable part of the game. Which, that's where, you know, you went fucking wrong, is where your water level is the one where you can control yourself the easiest. Oh, sure. So I did finish Bayonetta. There's too many water levels at the start of the game. Yep. They really I guess, suck. Like, is that the... Is that the way you should do it, though? Should you, like, front-load your water level no. so people can get it out of the way? Or is that more likely to deter someone from playing your game than putting it as, like, the fifth or sixth level? I would say sure deterred me and Bayonetta, too. Um, Have you still not finished Bayonetta, too? No! Of course not! I can't believe you. And then, um... Despicable. The, uh... I would say you the actual that solution... You get Princess Peach outfit that I can't believe they actually allowed it to be put in a video game. The solution is do not put water levels in your game. At I all. I just don't think that's an option. <laughs> uh, I think that... Plenty of games do not have water levels in them. The worst one is still the Link to the... Not Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time one, right? Like that's still the all-time worst. Because that's like... Okay. That's the perfect storm of being... It's so irritating to navigate. Yeah, having to constantly go into the menu. And to, to be clear, like referring to the Nintendo 64 one, that remake, they did stuff to alleviate a lot of the problems in that. It, yeah. Not to the point where they probably made it fun. I don't know. I, I haven't played no, that. but It was just that then you could just like tap the touch screen to equip the boots and stuff, Yeah, which made it, it a lot easier. It seems a little less tedious. Um. Yeah, no, uh, Star is kind of neat. I don't know. But like I said, there there are definitely, like, stretches of that game I don't like playing. The music level can eat my ass. You have to pick up these little metronomes and carry them over to a bird. But you have to go through all these obstacles, and, like, enemies will pick up the metronome and carry it away and make you go all the way back for it. Uh, and that sucks so much because the amount of shit you have to get through with the metronome just gets longer and longer throughout the level and so it's probably the longest single level in the game 
because of that. Uh, although, thankfully, it is just that one level, and you never have to do it again. I think there are, like, two... It does a Sonic thing where it's, like, two acts per level, and then you have, like, a boss act. And so in that music one, is just one of the two acts. So at least the other music level, you don't have to deal with that shit. But... But, yeah. You know how to do oh, a music level? Do it like Rain Man, oh. where it's just you jump on a bunch of tubas and punch jazz bows. Yeah. Yes. That's a music level. Anyway, uh, I think on a scale of $1,000 that you might spend on a computer, <laughs> Rystar is worth, you know, if you had to spend money comparatively, uh, eh, 50 bucks. Wow. Rystar cart's probably worth 50 bucks. Oh, okay, I see. That that I would pay. I'm not saying that other people should pay that, but sure, I would pay I, 50 bucks. I for thought Rystar. this was your rating. That is my rating. Oh, that's very low. Yeah. I know you're it's not good at math. dollar value. Well, that's uh, that's like five. I'm talking more rel- relative to what I'm willing to spend on other things. I'm willing to spend a thousand dollars on a computer, so I'm also willing to spend fifty dollars on a Ristar card. A normal-brained human should probably not do either of those things. Okay, this is the most confusing rating system you've come <laughs> up with yet, which is really saying something. I'm glad that I can keep things fresh on the podcast with this rating system shit. Dougie Fresh. I've had to do this for a lot of games, and I usually do it on the fly, and, and sometimes my brain just bricks on what to do with it. Uh, but that's all I have to say about that. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, okay. Hopefully next week I will have Shadow of the Colossus to talk about. I really don't know what's going on with those saves. I'm going to make an attempt. Um, but I'll probably talk about Eco either way. I just really want to do them as a, uh, you know, as a duo. It's the way it should be. Those, yeah. those games are apparently related to each other, which I did not know. <laughs> yes, because you had told me you had played Shadow of the Colossus before, and I was like, well, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a prequel to Eco. And you're like, wait, what? And so then you're like, what? Oh, oh, wait a second. Maybe I didn't actually finish Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> Well, then when I sat down to play it, I got, like, four Colossi deep, and then I got to the fifth one, and I was like, I don't remember this one at all. And, like, that kind of stuck with me for each successive ones. I'm pretty sure I only killed, like, four of the Colossi, and then for whatever reason, I stopped playing the game. Cool. I don't know why I did that. I, I'm not sure if it is a case where something else came out or, or what, because this is probably, like, a decade ago that I mm-hmm. played the game. Um, I mean, a couple of them are, like, pretty forgettable, but, yeah, a lot of them, if you don't remember them... You did not play it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you were mentioning, like, a kid with horns shows up, which that's a thing that actually, when I got into Ico, uh, I forgot that that kid actually had horns. I thought it was a hat. <laughs> I thought he did it, because th- he's like a little cat. I just had, like, a fun little hat with horns on it. Like, kind of like how a kid might have a hat with propellers on it. But, like, in this world, it's horns. A okay. little cat he puts on. Yeah, so, sure. just so you know, he's a kid. Because kids are rambunctious it's like just that. like the, the hats from the Order of the Water Buffalo and the Flintstones? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Okay. <laughs> going to kidnap the Order of the Water Buffalo and put them in these, like, weird tombs where they're they're going to starve to death and turn into shadow creatures. Yeah. Yeah, but they have a do. Um, As one does. Yeah. But I... 
So far, I just to give my opinion about where I'm at in Shadow of the Colossus, I just think that is a fun game about killing monsters. I think it makes good on the promise of Monster Hunter more than Monster Hunter does. Uh, so I've been having a lot of fun with just finding those guys and like figuring out how to just murder them. Uh, anyway, maybe one day I'll get to that ending that everybody seems crazy about. I have no idea what happens in it. So, so apparently a kid with horns, that's all I know. I would say it's not really the ending in particular, actually. It's the progression of getting there, which has uh, apparently completely escaped you because you're just like, yeah, these Colossus suck. They deserve to die. Like, you're just Yeah, they're, well, I mean, they're out there Jackson. just, like, destroying the landscape, and they're probably, like, killing vi- villagers and stuff. Like, I assume that's why the voice wants me to get rid of them. What villagers? Exactly, because the Colossus <laughs> are killing them all. Oh, wait, I have to what, put a stop to where it. did they live? There are no houses out there. Oh, there's all those runes. They probably lived in those runes. The runes? Yeah. Yeah, like where you fight the bull one, there's like a bunch of runes that you fight them in, and you gotta like light the torches. Oh, Who lit the torches? There had the to be ruins. people out there to light the torches. Um, yeah, now it's like, it's Greek fire. It just burns eternally. I don't believe that. There's that gigantic man-made bridge. There's there's people out there, and the Colossi are hunting them. So I gotta hunt the Colossi first. What about these shrines? What if they were built in deference to the Colossi? What if the Colossi are deities to these people no. that built the structures there for them? I don't them? think that sounds right at all. Because I don't <laughs> think that voice that the, the the voice seems like just a very trustworthy guy. <laughs> yeah, like he's helping me revive my girlfriend. So like I don't have a reason to doubt him. There's nothing sinister at all about the uh, black tendrils that escape from the wound of the dead god. No, because I'm like you. I'm absorbing colossi power and I get stronger from that. It's beneficial yeah, to me. You definitely like I get, get more stronger. power. Yes, I mean that. I saw the circle; it gets bigger. So that means I can grip things better. I'm getting I'm getting more virile with every shadow of the colossus that I'm killing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said that dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just want to get back to my fun monster killing game. I'm really pissed off about what happened with the computer. Did so. you finish Eco? I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If I finished Eco, I should damn well be able to finish Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Two very different games in terms of quality. So, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll probably hopefully get into it more next week. I really, really hope I actually find a way to beat that game. That's that close. What hurts the most is I was like right there. <sighs> well, that's it for I this think week. That's it. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, my life has not degraded even further. But at this point, who the hell knows? I bet it will. I have faith. <sighs> Podcast curse. We we brought it up, so it's going to happen. So. You're just going you to be attacked by. You already killed fries. Now you're going to kill me too. I'm going to be attacked by a swarm of locusts at this point. <laughs> Stepped on by a colossi. Yeah, sure. Oh, goodbye, dinosaurs. <laughs>